Hi, beautiful mama, and welcome to episode number 16 of the You Are Called podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I am so excited that you're here. I am sharing with you three ways to be a better mom. Dot, dot, dot. Not saying that I am the best mom, the number one mom, the mom of the year at all by any means, but I have learned a few things since I've been a mom, um, and I'm hoping to share those three things with you today. So stay tuned. One thing that most moms have in common is that when we become a brand new mom, we have no idea what the heck we're doing, right? Like no idea. And we just pray that God helps us be the best mom we possibly can be. And there's usually two things that we think about. One, if you come from a good home with really good parents, um, you're probably thinking, I hope to be a mom just like my mom. Or the complete opposite. Maybe you come into being a mom as I don't want to be anything like my mom. I want to do all these things different. So that way my my kids don't have to experience the things that I've experienced. So I don't know where you are on that track. Um, but I know for me that when I became a brand new mom, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was hoping to help my kids become the best that they could possibly be and use everything that I've learned and everything that I've gone through to help them through that process. And there are three things that when I sat down to outline this episode came to me um, as three things that one, I guess I'm proud of as a mom that I've done with my boys that I feel has really helped them. Um, And some things that I didn't have growing up that I want them to have. So here are the three things. Are you ready? Number one is to challenge them to grow. What do I mean by that? I mean, find opportunities for them to get them out of their comfort zone. Let me give you an example. Jonathan in fourth grade came home with um, some flyers. You know how they put them in their uh, Friday folders. And one of them was for uh, chorus. And I told him, honey, you should totally check this out and try it out. And he's like, no, mommy, I don't want to do that. Um, And I said, well, don't just say you don't want to do it without trying it or that you're not going to like it without trying it. At least give it a chance and see if you'll like it. And if you don't, then that's fine. At least you know that you don't care for it and then you don't have to do it. So he tried out for it. He checked it out. And guess what? He liked it. He totally enjoyed it. Uh, Fourth grade, he had a small part in their first play, like an itty bitty part. And then that following Christmas, he had a bigger part. And then his fifth grade year uh, for the school play that they do at the end of the year, they were doing Aladdin. And my son tried out for the Aladdin part. And guess what? He got it. He got the lead part of the fifth grade school play. And I know it's only fifth grade, but for him, that was a really big deal. You know, from coming from, you know, he didn't want anything to do with it. He was probably afraid of it. Um, He was afraid of trying out. And even though he was afraid, he still went on and did it and challenged himself to grow. And from fourth grade, from an itty bitty part that he had all the way to fifth grade to finishing with the the lead part of his play not only that but he was singing he sang in front of like everybody parents kids the whole school everything and not just singing easy songs i mean he was singing a whole new world in front of all these people and he did it beautifully i mean the kid has a voice which he gets from his daddy not me but you know that was a big part of his development stage and and seeing that 
even though he was afraid and to go for it and to still do it and do so well was a very confidence builder for him and, and knowing that whatever he puts his mind to doing that he can do. So that was an, an example of him growing. Another one, he was with his basketball. I mean, basketball kind of became a part of his life when he, you know, he enjoyed it. He he played with the rec and he tried out in his middle school seventh grade year and he didn't make it. I mean, like he got cut the first tryout out of three tryouts. He got cut the first night, which, you know, it kind of hurt him. But he continued to work and develop himself. And then his eighth grade year, he made it to the very last tryout and he ended up making the middle school team. Another big accomplishment for him, you know, to see that if he puts his mind to something and applies himself, that he can do really, really well. So I encourage you to challenge your kids to grow, to find opportunities for them, uh, to get them out of their comfort zone. But let me give you a, a side note. Make sure that it's in their wheelhouse. Okay, so don't, if they absolutely hate basketball, for example, or whatever, playing the piano, if they absolutely hate it, then obviously that wouldn't be an opportunity for them to grow because they would probably just resent it and just absolutely hate it. I'm, I'm talking about finding out what they're good at, seeing gifts inside of them as a mom. You know, you you know what they're good at. You can, you can kind of see the things that they like and that they don't like. You know what they're good at. You know what they're not good at. And maybe if they give it a chance, maybe they could be really, really, really good at it. Uh, but coming from their perspective, from their point of view. Okay, so don't try to live through your kids. You know, if you wanted to be like this huge basketball player in your golden years or whatever, and then you didn't make it. So now you want your kids to do it for you. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about looking at your child, seeing what he's good at, what God's gifted him with, and then helping them grow in those areas. Okay, so find opportunities for them to grow. Number two is let them make decisions. This was a really fun one for me. Um, I wanted my boys to know how to make decisions. I wanted them to know what they liked and know what they didn't like. I know that's something that I struggled with um, coming into my, you know, probably my 20s, trying to figure out exactly who I was and what I liked and what I didn't. So I didn't want them to struggle with that. So early on, I let them make decisions. And one in particular that my husband <laughs> probably doesn't agree with, and he's commented on it several times, it's I let them pick what they wanted to wear early on. Like I, I, I taught them how to dress themselves early on, you know, like picking out their shirts and the shorts of what they were going to wear to go out or go to school or go to church or whatever. I let them choose their outfits early on. Now, not super early, obviously. I had a period when they were younger, super younger, where I got to choose what I liked, right? So they look kind of skater like they were from California. But once they began to pick their own styles and what they liked, it turned completely different. Not particularly my style, but that's okay because I didn't want them to just dress like I wanted them to. I wanted them to choose what they liked. And even though they might have left the house looking a little crazy, maybe they didn't match, but you know what? They felt proud because they picked what they were wearing. They got to choose it. Now, this is something that my husband makes a comment comments because he would love for them to dress in jeans and slacks and button up shirts and you know a little bit dressier especially to go to church but they don't like I mean like they seriously can't stand jeans they pretty much live in like gym shorts and comfy t-shirts 
once in a blue moon, they'll wear jeans or a button up, but that's not really their style, at least not now. Uh, maybe once they get older, they'll they'll see the value of dressing up a tiny bit. But um, but at least for me, I'm fine with it because I want them to like what they're wearing. I want them to be able to make a decision for themselves. At least this is one example that I want to give you. I let them make decisions in other areas and I get their opinions about things in other areas. But this is one that I started early on. So find ways to let your kids make decisions for themselves. It could be what they wear. It could be what you guys do an evening or let them decide what they would like to um, eat or how they want to prepare for something. Just little decisions. Let them make it so they begin to learn how to do it. This is probably my favorite one because it's helping them develop that um, mentality of knowing what they want, um, knowing how to make a decision so that when they get older, they don't struggle as much. Yeah, they obviously come to us when they need help and they need guidance. Um, but on the for the most part, with basic things, they should be able to make decisions. And then number three, listen to them, make them feel like they are heard. And a big part of also letting them make decisions is also allowing them to be heard like you you care about what they have to say you care about their opinions um if you guys are making a decision you know get their feedback about what they think about it i'm not talking about that you know base your decisions on what your kids are saying but maybe on small things get their input these kids are smart god has given them a a, a very very brilliant mind i mean i'm surprised sometimes when i talk to my boys the things that you know that they're thinking about that the things that come out of their mouth is like man i you know, that's really smart. And I'm thankful for their input. And I'm thankful for the way that God made them. So don't discount them just because they're young. You know, give them an opportunity to be heard. Another way that you can do this is really listen to them when they tell you stories. Or if you're having conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, if you guys are having dinner conversations or conversations in the car, and one of them's telling you a story, really listen in, you know, oftentimes you can you can reply with questions. Um, and if for some reason you guys get interrupted, make sure to go back to them and tell them to please finish what they were saying because what they have to say is important. I do this all the time with my boys. Sometimes they want to start talking to me all at once and I have to get on to them obviously so that they're not interrupting. But I, I make sure to let them know that I do want to hear what they want to say, but I can't listen to two people at once. So one at a time, and then I'll give the other one a chance to also talk. So I want them to make sure that they know that they're heard, that what they have to say is important. And I, I don't want them to feel like they don't have anything to contribute because they do. So third one is make sure that you listen to them and that they feel heard. I hope this has been helpful. Again, I'm not the um, perfect mom by any means. I've probably messed up a hundred times already today with my boys. Um, but it's something that obviously I seek God to help me with to be the best mom that I could possibly be, be for them. I hope these these three things have been helpful. Um, your call to action with this today is to let me know which one you needed to hear the most. You can message me, email me, or tag me on social media on Instagram or Facebook and tell me which one of these three did you need to hear that maybe you need to be better about or maybe that you didn't even think about uh, of you know incorporating this into parenting so i want to hear from you before you leave i want to remind you to please leave me a rating and review 
by you taking one minute out of your day to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It helps this show get visibility so that other moms and other Christian mamas out there are able to listen in as well. So I would appreciate your feedback. And every Thursday, I feature one of the beautiful mamas who left me a written review. So you might be next. Thank you again so much for hanging out with me today. And until next time, bye. Bye.